Well, good morning, everybody. It's so good to be with you. Uh, my name is Josh Reich, and uh, we are just excited uh, that our family has gotten the opportunity to come and spend the weekend with you. Um, the weather has been incredible. Um, you know, as so many of you, uh, it was great to meet so many of you in between services. Um, I need to brag about your church, though, because your church has been so gracious and welcoming uh, to our family over this weekend. So I just want to say thank you for that. Um, the team here has done a great job. Um, and it, it's been great because when we arrived on Wednesday, and I met with the staff on Thursday morning, Marcel uh, told me, he said, you know, I don't know if anybody's told you this, but it's 60 and sunny just every day. And uh, so we have loved it. Um, it. It's already triple digits where we live in Arizona. Um, and so it's been a good reprieve for us. Um, and, and for me, it kind of feels like coming home a little bit because I grew up in uh, Pennsylvania um, in Lancaster. And so it's just great to be back in the Northeast and to meet so many of you. And if I haven't met you yet, if my wife Katie and our kids haven't met you yet, we're just excited to meet you. And if you're online, uh, we can't wait to get the chance to meet you and get connected with you. Um, and just see what God uh, has in store for us. And so uh, I'm going to pray, and then we'll, we'll jump in together. So Father, I thank you just for the opportunity for us to gather together as your church. I thank you for the chance here in this room, but also online, um, that every week we're able to open up your word, we're able to sing songs together, to pray together. And so I pray, uh, Holy Spirit, as we open up uh, the word that you inspired to be written, uh, your word that is true and authoritative for our lives, I pray that we would um, just be ready uh, for what you have in store for us, that you would open our hearts to hear from you uh, this morning. In your name, amen. You know, as I was thinking about it and, and kind of thinking through um, this morning, I started to reflect over this last year. And really, just the last 15 months have been incredibly long for us. Uh, the last 15 months um, have been exhausting, um, have uh, just been tiring. Uh, there's been the constant movement uh, of, uh, of moving from work and school in person to online to hybrid and the constant pivoting. Um, there's been the constant losses that we have walked through uh, for relationships and friends. Uh, we've seen people move away, people who are close to us, people that we have loved move away. We, all of us have been impacted one way or another by COVID. All of us, um, almost every single one of us know somebody who has been incredibly sick or even passed away um, in this last year. And, and, we have, and if you're a parent or a grandparent, uh, you have watched your kids struggle. You have watched them uh, pivot in school and pivot with sports, and you've watched them uh, miss out on things. You've watched graduations and proms not happen over this last year, and, and things that were supposed to happen just didn't happen this last year. Um, you've, you know, just thinking back through drive-bys for birthdays, you know, and, uh, and even for our kids as we celebrated their birthdays, you know, over this last year, there has just been different losses that we have experienced. And it's, and it's tiring. It's hard to walk through losses. It's hard to, to navigate those things. Uh, we carry those. We don't know how to respond to those. We don't know how, to, how or when to let go of those things. But, but even before COVID, uh, there was kind of this level of busyness and exhaustion that we all had. You know, there, there's kind of this constant refrain when you talk to people and they just say things like, I'm just trying to get to the weekend. Like, I'm just trying to get to vacation because then it's going to slow down. It has to slow down, right? I mean, I'm just trying to get uh, through this class. I'm just trying to finish this project. And then, then I'll be able to take a break. Then 
will, will finally be at a sustainable pace. But the reality is, is that one season tends to bleed into another season. And one busy season ends up becoming the next busy season. And slowly we look up and we see this blur and we wonder, what did I even do today? Like, what did I even accomplish? Like, I know I went to meetings. I know I talked to people. I was on Zoom for eight hours, but, but I don't even remember anything that I did. I don't, I, and if you're a parent, maybe you've had this feeling where you, you sit down at night and you think, I know I talked to my kids, but like, I, I don't really remember it. It just kind of, like, they were there, you know, and, and, we, and we rush through things. And, and what happens then is it's not just physically that we rush through things, but then we also rush through things at a soul level where we, where we struggle to be present not only with other people, but then we also struggle to be present and attentive to ourselves and what's going on internally in us, but also being present to God and knowing how to relate to Him. And it's difficult because in a season like we've just walked through, it's easy to just continue to push. It's easy to just think, well, you know, it's hard for everybody, so I just need to keep going. This is just the way that it is. And and what happens is we actually miss the best that God has for us. And here's a distinction that I think is incredibly important as we think about how we process this last year. And it's this, that there is a difference between being busy and being in a hurry. There's a difference. See, being busy is an outward activity. It's our schedule, it's our to-do list, it's the things that need to get done. It's the constant motion of things. But being in a hurry is more internal. It's when we struggle to be silent, it's when we struggle to slow down, it's when we lay down at night and our mind just will not stop racing. And we just continue to think and we replay the past day's conversations and, and we think, oh, I wish I would have said that. Oh, that would have been a great comeback to my boss when they made that comment. I wish that I would have thought of that. And it's this constant motion that happens internally for us. And many of us in this last year have moved subtly from being busy to being in a hurry where we just continue to keep pushing, we we continue to struggle with the exhaustion, we continue to struggle with the isolation. And and so as as we continue our series today, I Am, I want to look at an invitation that Jesus extends to us that's so easy to miss and I think is so timely for our world. See, and in this series, we're looking at some of the different statements that Jesus made while here on earth, statements about who he is. Now, this is why this is important. Because so many of us, regardless of your church background, regardless of where you are in your spiritual journey, all of us have ideas of what Jesus is like. We all have opinions of what we think Jesus is like. We all have opinions about how we think we should relate to Jesus or how Jesus relates to us. But the reason it's important to look at these statements is Jesus is telling us who he is. Jesus is saying, this is what I'm like. This is how you relate to me. This is how you have a relationship with me. And and I think in one of the most timely and just necessary invitations, Jesus tells us in Matthew 11 what he is like. And this is what it says if you have your Bible or Bible app. In Matthew 11, verse 28, it says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, 
and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And so Jesus starts off by saying, come to me. Now, now here's why this is important because so many of us have this idea that God does not want to be close to us. So many of us have this idea that God kind of keeps us at arm's length or that God doesn't want to experience life with us. But Jesus says, come to me. And, and for many of us, this is a huge struggle because we have had people in our lives, relationships that were supposed to last, that person promised to be there, and yet they weren't. They left, they walked out, they betrayed us, they abandoned us. And, and so Jesus says, no, 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 come to me. We've, we've all had this experience. If you're a student, you've experienced that longing to fit in, the longing to be invited into the group, the longing to be included. And Jesus says, come to me. Come, come in close to me. See, and Jesus starts off this invitation by telling us that God wants to be close to you and to me. See, the foundation of the Christian world is the reality and the belief that God wants to know you. He wants to know you, and he wants you to know him. And so Jesus says, come to me. See, and I think for many of us, as we think about this last year, and I know one of the struggles that I've had is struggling to believe that God is with me in the midst of everything that I've walked through. That I've sat there at funerals and wondered, God, what are you even doing in the midst of this? You've probably have had moments in this last year as a church where you thought, God, what are you even up to right now? Have you forgotten us? Have you forgotten my family? As jobs have changed and as things have become difficult in relationships, you wonder, God, have you forgotten my marriage? Are you close? Are you with me? And Jesus says, come to me. And that invitation to come is this, this idea of proximity that we're invited into. Right? It's that idea of proximity that we're invited to come in close. Right? I have one of our kids, so we have five kids, and one of our kids is um, a snuggler. And every week for family movie night, we have it huge L-shaped couch that you have to have with that many kids. And so every, every week on movie night, um, our middle son will, will come up and, and, you know, when you want your space, I kind of like my space. And so uh, I'll have pillows all around me and he'll come up and he'll be like, hey dad, can I sit next to you? Now, as soon as I say yes, the same thing happens every time. He grabs a pillow and moves it and just plops down and our, and our legs are touching. Now, this is about, for me, this is about as close as I want to get. But this is not as close as we're actually going to watch the movie. Because for him, that closeness, that proximity, he's going to continue to push in. His head's going to do this. At some point, he's going to continue to roll into me, right? And, and we're just going to sit here, and, and slowly, my personal space is evaporating, right? And if you're a mom with toddlers, like, you know this feeling when you're like, I remember when, like, I slept alone. I remember when I had space, like I remember that moment. And so what Jesus is saying, this proximity he's inviting us into is that closeness, is that closeness. And some of us, some of us have a hard time believing that God wants to be that close to us. Some of us think that God is like me as a stubborn dad with pillows 
around, saying, you, you, you have your space and, and I'll have mine. But no, the God of the universe says, come. Come in close. And the reason he says to come in close is the next line. He says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. Let me ask you, in this last year, this last season of your life, have you ever, have you thought for a moment, I am exhausted. I am so tired. I am carrying things. I am trying to just get through the week. I'm carrying the burdens of my kids, my family, my friends, my, my job, the, the burden of, of finances, the burden of my health and the health of people around me. And it is exhausting. Right? How many times in the last year have you just fallen asleep on the couch out of just sheer exhaustion? And Jesus says, if you are weary, come to me. See, and the reason this proximity is so important is because rest is found in that close proximity. When we know that we are loved by Jesus, we get in close. Right? We don't sit really close to somebody to watch a game or a movie if we're not close to them, if we don't feel their love. We, we, we have our personal space from those people, but the people that we feel close to, the people we know who love us, we get in close to them. And Jesus says, come to me if you're weary. Come to me if you are exhausted from all of the loss and the grief and all of the changes that you have walked through in this last year. Come to me if you are just weary from relationships changing and weary from loss. Come to me. Come to me if you're weary and burdened, if you're frazzled, if you're tired of switching how you do school and how you do work and trying to figure out how to move forward. Come to me. Many of us are burdened from this last year from guilt, from shame that we've carried, from fears that we have. Jesus says, come to me if you're afraid. Come to me if you're carrying that. This is why Peter, a disciple of Jesus in 1 Peter says, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. See, but here's what many of us think. Many of us think it, it's, a, it's a bother to God for us to, to do that. Many of us think it's a bother for us to cast our anxiety on God. We think, well, God, God has so many other people who are praying to him. Or here's the other thing that we do. Well, mine isn't that big of a deal. I know somebody else who has had a way worse year than I have. I know somebody else who is having a harder time, somebody else who has gone through more than I have. I know somebody else that, that is just more exhausted and more run down than I am, so it's just not that big of a deal. Or we just think, I, I, I shouldn't feel like this. I shouldn't be tired. I, I, I just need to keep, keep moving. And Jesus says, come to me. And this is why this is so amazing. Pastor Dan Ortland, uh, who wrote a great book, uh, Gentle and Lowly, said, you don't need to unburden or collect yourself and then come to Jesus. Your very burden is what qualifies you to come. See, here's what I want you to hear. The good news that I want you to hear today in this passage is that your weariness 
qualifies you to come to Jesus. Your burden qualifies you to come to Jesus. Your exhaustion qualifies you to come to Jesus. He doesn't turn from you. He doesn't run from you. In fact, he says, come to me and I will give you rest. You see, the rest of Jesus is, is this gift, this generosity from God. And it's not, it's not a nap. It's not a good night's sleep. I want you to think for a moment, the best night of sleep you've ever had or the best nap. Have you ever had just a great nap where you woke up and you just feel dead to the world? It's dark outside all of a sudden and you think, this is amazing. Hopefully I slept through bedtime and my spouse took care of it all. And, you know, but no, you wake up and they're all still there. All the kids are still there, right? The rest Jesus gives us is better and deeper than the greatest nap or long night of sleep. It is this soul rest, and here are some ways that we know we are at rest, you and I are at rest, when we know that we are loved by God and we no longer strive to be loved by others. We are at rest when we no longer work so hard to prove ourselves to other people, but know that we are worthwhile to God. You and I are at rest, this is, this is mine, when you no longer try to control everything, but know that God is in control. And you are at rest when you stop worrying and stop replaying things in your mind and you roll over and go to sleep because you've given those to God. See, this is the invitation of Jesus. He says, come to me and you will find rest. See, but it's easy to read a verse like this and think, okay, well, that's a great invitation, but how do I actually do that? Because I have to go to work tomorrow, and my kids are still here, and I have school this week, and so how do I actually enter into this rest? And so Jesus says, to take my yoke and learn from me. See, the way that we experience the rest of Jesus is that we take the yoke of Jesus and we learn from him. Now, I grew up in Lancaster, which is where uh, there's tons of farms in Lancaster. And uh, farmers would use a yoke. Now, one of the things that is amazing about a yoke is that, do you just put one animal in this? No, there's two. Now, here's the amazing thing about a yoke, is that you take a strong, mature animal, and you pair them with a weaker, less mature animal. Because Jesus says, take my yoke and learn from me. So what he's saying is, as we are coming to Jesus in this close proximity, we take the yoke, look at how close we are to Jesus, and we learn from Jesus. So as we try to like go our own way, we try to move, we try to get out of the way, we try to go, no, Jesus, I'm gonna go over here to this way. Jesus goes, no, 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 I'm stronger than you. Right, it's like when, um, so we have four boys, we love to wrestle together. And so um, one of the things that is a really big deal is the moment that you can take your dad, okay? Now, one of my sons, he's as tall as me now, and we play basketball together. He's never beaten me, okay? Because I've told him, life lesson, parenting tip, he's gonna earn it. He's gonna earn that win. But like, here's what we try to do. You know, we, we try to show ourselves, God, I can be self-sufficient, I can carry this on my own, I wanna go this way, and Jesus goes, well, that's cool, but since we're attached, we're going this way. 
Since you've come to me, we're going this way. And so as we continue to try to push, and what do we do as we're pushing? We're, we're exerting all this energy, and Jesus is just sitting there going, eventually you're going to stop. Eventually you're going to see we're still going this way. We're still going this way. And some of us are still trying to carry it on our own. So let me ask you, what is, what's your yoke that you're carrying is there a relationship that, that you're carrying the burden of? Is there a relationship that, that maybe you're, you're carrying some of the weight of that you need to let go of? Is there a financial burden that you're carrying the weight of, a, a health situation that you're carrying the weight of that you just need to say, okay, Jesus, I need, I need you to carry. I cannot carry this. See, and this is hard because one of the difficulties for us is laying those things down. One of the difficulties for us, especially as men, is to say, I can't do this on my own. Jesus, I need you to step in. And so Jesus says, come to me if you're weary. Take my yoke. And as, as we're walking side by side with Jesus, as we're walking with him, we are learning what the message version calls the unforced rhythms of grace. And we can rest. We can rest. But here's what we experience. It's not just rest. It's not just kind of laying these things down. We actually experience something in Jesus when we do this. Look what he says. He says, if you come to me, if you take my yoke and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. See, Jesus says in this I am statement, he says, I am gentle and humble in heart. See, you and I run and we run and we run and we often run from God, we run from others, we run from ourselves and Jesus says, no, 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 come to me for I am gentle. Come to me for I am close. I am gentle and humble. I want you to think for a moment of the gentlest and most humble person you know. Here's what's probably true about them. They are just loving to everyone around them. People love being close to someone who just exudes humility and gentleness. There's something that just says, just come and sit at my table. Come and be with me. Come and just do life with me. And Jesus says, come to me for I am gentle. I want you to think for a moment, do you have a picture of God in your mind? Do you see Jesus as gentle? Do you see the God of the universe as gentle with you? Most of us see God as scolding, maybe demeaning, maybe pushy, certainly authoritative. Maybe you see God as kind of just kind of detached, but you don't experience a gentle person who's detached. No, you, you experience gentleness up close. You experience gentleness when you hold that baby, right? You experience gentleness when somebody hugs you and you are just weeping and you just experience that gentleness. And this is what Jesus says, come to me for I am gentle. This is what gives us the ability to, to, to confess our sins to God and to say, God, I know that you will forgive me. And Jesus says, when, when you confess, I am gentle. I don't look at you and say, how could you do that? 
How many times are you going to do that? Why do you keep making the same mistake? Jesus doesn't say that. He says, I'm gentle, and you will find rest. And he says in verse 30, he says, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So Jesus says, when we learn from him, when we walk with him, now here's what's amazing about this. When we come to Jesus and walk with him in his yoke, he says, my yoke is easy. Do you know that this is the only verse in the Bible that the word easy is used? Now, what is our idea of what God will place on us? For most of us, our idea is God's gonna give me something really hard. God's gonna give me something really difficult. I remember in, in college and you would hear people praying about God's will and they would say things like, God, I'll do anything you want me to do except, right? Because we have this idea, well, God's surely gonna call me to a place I don't want to go to. He's surely gonna call me to a job I'm going to hate. He's surely going to ask me to do something I really don't wanna do. So we think anything that God will place on us is just going to be just anguish. Jesus says, no, no, no. When you come to me, when you walk with me, when you take my yoke, it's easy. And it's light. And, and so what Jesus is telling us is anytime we feel like the burden is heavy, it's because we're carrying something that Jesus is supposed to carry with us. Anytime that the burden becomes exhausting, it's because we're carrying something that Jesus is supposed to carry. So anytime life is just running out of control and we are just trying to grab it all, Jesus is saying, come to me. Take my yoke. Walk with me. Don't carry it on your own. Don't carry it on your own. And right now, so many of us walked in here today carrying things and carrying people and carrying situations that Jesus wants to carry, that Jesus invites us to give to him. This is why Peter says, give all your worries, give all your cares to God, for he cares about you. Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. So here's my question as we close, as the band comes up. What's the one thing, what's the one person, the one situation that you walked in here today carrying? What's the burden that's heavy, that's not easy, that Jesus is saying, come to me and give it to me. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. And so I wanna invite you just in the quietness of this moment here to just pause and to bring that to Jesus, to bring that person, that situation, it may be multiple things, but what is that thing, that person, that thing that you are just weighed down by, that you just need to say, Jesus, I'm coming to you and I'm giving this to you. And so I wanna invite you just right where you are, here in the room or at home, to just take a moment to just close your eyes if you're comfortable and to just say, Jesus, here it is. Here's what I need you to carry and then we'll close together.
Father, so many of us have walked in here today just exhausted. We are frantic in our schedules. We are frantic in our souls. We are rushing from one thing to the next, and we are just tired. And Jesus, I thank you that your invitation is for us. It is for us who are weary. It is for us who are burdened. It is for us who just have so many things on our hearts, so many things on our shoulders. And so I pray that we would lay those down, that we would give them to you, that we would let go of those people, we would let go of those situations that we need to stop carrying and that we would take your burden because it is easy and light. Jesus, I thank you that you want to be close to us. You want us to snuggle up with you. You want us to have that proximity so that we know how gentle you are. And God, I know right now in this room and online, so many of us need to be reminded that you are gentle with us that your heart is gentle and humble towards us. In your name, amen. Well, as we close, before we respond by singing together, I wanna just take a moment and read uh, this passage from the message. It's, it's one of my favorite passages in the message. It says, are you tired? Are you worn out? Are you burned out on religion? Come to me, get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it, Jesus says. I love this phrase. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Jesus wants us and invites us to live freely and lightly in him. And so I want to invite you as we respond uh, to stand with us as we sing one more song and just respond to the grace that Jesus has extended to us, his invitation to come to me and rest.